Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Uh, it's so awesome to be in New York. This is where I live. This is my home. Um, I love it here. Thank you. You're very impressed. Um, I was walking on the street the other day, and I saw a woman fall on the street. She was totally fine. We can laugh about it. And she was walking towards me, and she tripped and she fell, but there was nothing in front of her. And it looked like she knew she was going to trip before she did. She was walking, and she was like, oh, oh, no, oh, oh, oh. And this is how jaded I am as a New Yorker. When she fell, my first reaction, I swear to God, was, this woman is trying to rob me. A hundred percent. I was like, I know how this works. She pretends to fall. I reach down to help her. She takes my wallet. A gypsy drives up on a Vespa, steals my baby. So I helped her, but from like three feet away. I was like, here, give me your hand. Let me see both your hands. I remember one time she got me so mad we got into a fist fight. We actually got into a fist fight. I'm going to tell you something. You know how you know when you lost a fight to your woman? When the cops come to your house and ask you, do you want to press charges? <laughs> That's how you know it didn't go like you planned, you know. Because the cop came and he was so worried. He's like, oh my God, who would do... Listen, sir, are you okay? Do you want to press charges? And I was like, well, you need to be asking her that. He's like, well, from the looks of things, no, I don't, okay? Look at your face for crying out loud. And she was in the background like, yeah, look at his face. Tori beat his ass, didn't she? <laughs> you know, that threw the cop off. He's like, well, who the hell is Tori and how many of them is it? And I was like, well, sir, that, that's her. She talks in the third person from time to time. You know? He was like, look, let me tell you something, all right? You are a grown little man, okay? <laughs> Nobody should put their hands on you like this. Now, I'm gonna tell you something. If you don't press charges, she's gonna be back on the streets doing the same damn thing again. Now, sir, we need her off the streets. For God's sakes, look at your face, please. And I was like, well, if, if it's that bad, I guess I should press charges, you know? And he was like, look, do you got a place where you can stay tonight? And I said, well, I, I can go with my mom if I need to. He was like, well, good, good. Matter of fact, you need to go pack a bag. I'm gonna walk with you to make sure she don't attack you again. <laughs> And she got mad. She's like, oh, y'all gonna arrest Tori? Huh? Y'all just gonna put Tori in jail? Why would you do that, Kevin? And I was like, why? Why? Because I'm a grown little man, according to Officer Jones. For God's sakes, look at my face! <laughs> You just heard Kevin Hart, and you can catch Heart of the City Friday nights on Comedy Central. Woo! And you also just heard Colin Jost with his bit Jaded New Yorker from John Oliver's New York stand-up show. What a good show that was, John Oliver's New York stand-up yeah, show. Yeah, really good. I, didn't, I wasn't a part of the Comedy Central team yet, so I never did it. You it know, I wasn't a part of the Comedy Central team either, but I was there when Colin Jost recorded that. I remember mm -hmm. very well at, like, Webster Aww. Hall or something. And I remember so—this is such a non-story, yeah. but I remember— he Perfect. asked for a, a bottle of water from the bartender. Right. And she gave him one, and he's like, can I have one that's not cold? 
Interesting, because he knows uh, that drinking cold water gives you tummy aches. Does it? By the way, this is Stand Up <gasps> with Chris Stefano and Nicole Boyce and Comedy Central Chloe. Hello. Welcome. And Colin Jost is from Staten Island, even though he went to Harvard. But the thing is, when you're from, because like most people <laughs> from Staten Island, like, they're over. just like your garbage men, your firemen, your cops. You know what I mean? That's Staten Island, the borough of Staten Island, New York City. 90% of the active mafia, the FBI believes, lives on Staten Island. They really? Pushed out of, yes. <gasps> pushed over the Verrazano Bridge onto Staten Island. It used to be a garbage dump um, that you mm-hmm. could see from outer space. Like mm-hmm. legit, you could see the dump. Astronauts could see it from outer space if you believe that the Earth's not flat. Um, <laughs> which but, on this podcast we do not which we do that. not we're not flat earthers but we do support flat earthers listening to our podcast shout yeah. out l- flat comment, earthers rate, we love review. you we love you give us five stars five rate stars. review it flat earth or not whatever you want to do yeah we don't know um, the science isn't it could doesn't matter flat. it could be flat um, but there's Colin Jost because he is from Staten Island and he's even though he's very articulate he definitely said he didn't say it the way Chloe said it he didn't say can I have a water and make sure it's warm he said can I have water that's what he said. he said. He said, can I have water? Because that's how, that's how a kid from that's Staten Island talk. from New York City will say, they'll never say water. It's the water. Why can is I have that? water? Why? Because the truth is, do you actually want to know, Nicole, what it fucking really is? Yeah. You ready for right now? Yeah. Right now there's a little crossover between History Hyenas and Stand Up with Chris Stefano. Tell me about the world, Chris. Both my podcasts. Check them out. Also, come to Brazil. Yeah. Check it out. Also, shout out Gail's Backyard Honey. Woo! Chloe's mom's honey. Number one honey in the world. Find Gail's backyard somewhere in the United States. Um, (laughs) The reason, New York accents, Uh okay, Philadelphia accents and Boston accents. Really the Boston accent more than the New York accent are the accents that Uh are derived directly from when English settlers, British settlers, came to the United States in the 1700s, Uh uh uh, late 1600s, early 1700s from England and started living here and creating their own new accent. It's most so most likely in 1776 when we're fighting the Revolutionary War for independence. Shout out Revolutionary War. Shout out Revolutionary War. Shout out George Washington. Shout out Paul Revere. Shout out, shout out. Um, They They most likely, they most likely... Uh sounded like what New York yeah. and Boston accents sound like. So they probably were saying like, yo, the British are coming up over the water. <laughs> really? Yeah, probably. I no idea. It's true. Ben Franklin. You know, so yeah. Ben Franklin did it. Ben Franklin may have sounded dumber than you think. <laughs> mm-hmm. I once, I, I watched Frasier recently. Like love it. all of it. Love it. Love Frasier. Also, <laughs> again, I'm, I'm Chrissy Tangents. Uh, I just found out about Kelsey Grammer's like, dark sorted history do you oh, guys know shit. Yeah. he's like really messed up anyway yeah. um, Fraser has that know. like sort of mid-Atlantic accent mm-hmm. and I uh, like fell into a rabbit hole of reading about what the fuck that accent is and uh, it was originated by Katherine Hepburn and it's no one ever really talked like that it's like a totally made up movie voice that sort of like right. it's like the like movie aff- voice right Interesting. yeah, yeah. that kind of like, like affectation exist. of you're kind of like and today on yeah. Stand Up with Chris. Did you know you know Jemima Kirk? Her accent is totally made up. Whoa. Really? Like her sister just doesn't have an accent, and she yeah. talks about she talked about it on like some late night show or something like that. She the, just like decided to talk. She's like from like Utah or whatever. She talks like she's British. The coolest thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Number one, I just last night uh, I watched I Feel Pretty for the first time with Amy Schumer. I thought it was great. I loved it. Amy makes me laugh like as a movie person. Like I laugh so much at her. Yeah. I just I love it. But um, Rory Scovel, who plays like her like uh, love interest, he I saw this once. It was at Gotham Comedy Club and he was headlining uh, three shows. (laughs) <laughs> and I saw him come out on the seven o'clock show. I mean, I watched, I was the opener. So I saw this happen. I saw him come out 
do the seven o'clock show uh-huh. as Rory Scovel. Like oh, I'm no. talking about like oh, Rory no. Scovel, he's yeah. Rory Scovel, whatever. Just speaks the second show, <laughs> the same exact material, full German accent. Wow. Like a full like height, like coming out, like welcome to my show. Doesn't say that he's from Germany, doesn't say anything. The third show, full Southern accent. Like Southern drawl, the same material, doesn't oh. tell the crowd once, doesn't tell us, doesn't even mention it, just goes up and does it. It was, I was, my head was going to explode. Imagine if that was like, they were cutting that into a special and you just had different jokes with just completely, that'd, that'd be, be really great. Funny. It's like, yeah. Really, I can't recommend this strongly enough. I don't know if you guys have seen John Doerr and Rory Scovel perform oh together God, on Conan. Conan. Incredible. You ever seen that, Nicole? No, I haven't seen You it. have to watch okay. it. It's so good. So this, prob- this happened five years ago before you were born. Yeah. And what happened is, mm-hmm. is it was so hilarious. Conan comes out and he's like, I accidentally booked two comedians, John Doerr and Rory Scovel. Oh, I've heard about so this. So you saw this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he says, you know what? I'm just going to give them both a chance. So good. I'm going to let them come out. And, you know, he's setting it yeah, up as yeah, if yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to, one's going to go and the other's going to go. But they do their acts at the same exact time, yeah. fully committed. <laughs> at one point, I think it's John Doerr breaks the guitar. It's just so good. I can't find it online anymore. I'll find it, send it to you. Also, here's the constitutional plug. So John Doerr, uh, big questions, huge answers. You guys should check that special out online. Not to and be then, confused with stupid questions on Comedy Central. Yes. And then yeah. Rory Scovel, we're filming a show right now with him called Robbie. It's a really and cool. And it's getting picked up. Yeah, yeah. It's a really cool show, narrative show um, starring Bo Bridges. Like a scripted show. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Filming right now in Atlanta. Rory Scovel's one of those guys, like he's so uber talented. He's so uber talented. And he's one of those guys where it's like he should be, and he will be, and he already is a very well known, but like uh-huh. he's the one that should be like, a fucking star. Like yeah. sometimes, like now, because the internet has opened up so many, so many things with comedy, you can easily say, "Oh, how is this person famous? They don't have talent or whatever." Where it yeah. used to be, like it was undeniable. Ta- anybody who was on TV, the talent was undeniable. They were the funniest person in their state, right? Uh-huh. Not everybody wasn't a comedian. Rory Scovel is from. Rory Scovel is just so undeniably funny and talented. Where you're like, when you see him, you're like, "Okay, this is a person that I pay money to see." Like right, right. he's not. He, he, he's just funny. Just he has no deal. tricks. Yeah, 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 Here's yeah. a cool thing that we can do on this podcast that no one else can do. Yes. So today's clips are people that are going to be appearing at Clusterfest mm-hmm. in San Francisco, July, mm-hmm. June 21st. Yes. Um, we weren't planning on playing Rory Scovel today, but he is going to be at Clusterfest. Okay. Let's play some fucking uh, Rory Scovel. Um, yes, I second that decision. Clip from Rory Scovel. Can we do All it? All right, yeah. Okay. Roll it. Okay, pulling up clip from Rory Scovel, and I'm also going to play some Langston Kerman because he's also going to be at Clusterfest. Fucking nice. cute. Oh, hey! Oh, hey, yeah, hey! Oh, goodness, look at this! What are we doing? We're into it! Here we are, you guys came out! Good! Good, good stuff this side. You guys showed up, thank you! Oh, goodness! Oh, this is fun already! Already it's fun! Who's already changed the channel? Like, nah. You know what? Nah. No, I thought for a second maybe that channel, not that channel now. No, I went into it thinking that was the channel. I was wrong. I was way wrong. They changed the channel, but come back, and I'm just, and then who's over here? Oh, gosh! God, I gotta remember to do that at the end, just in case that someone goes, hey, flip back and see how he closes. And then you're over here! Oh, okay! You guys are laughing. People at home think you're crazy. 
Who is in that audience? What does he have? He's got nothing. <laughs> flew in, flew in, uh, do not like to fly. And I tell my friends, oh, you're afraid you're gonna die? No, I just don't really like getting talked down to the moment I walk into the airport. <laughs> Let's pull it back, TSA. Let's pull it back one notch. You walk in, they just tell your shoes have to be off. Your shoes have to be off and they have to go on the belt. Take your belt off. Do you have a belt on? Well, then that comes off. You're talking down to me? This is like one of the only places I walk into, look around and immediately assume that if I wanted to, I could just be the manager. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm one application away from just owning whatever this is. <laughs> and you're talking down to me. Get, get your belt off. Do you have anything in your pockets? No, you can put your ID away. You don't have to show that anymore. They honestly think that we're going, when can I show my ID again? When can I get this out again? You can put it away. You don't need your ID. Get everything out of your pockets, put it in the smaller tub. If you have stuff in there, go ahead and smaller to get your computer out. Your computer cannot be touching socks when it goes through that. It has to be in its own tub. Duh. <laughs> Duh. We all know that. Computers can't touch socks when they go through whatever that is. Know that kind of stuff. Duh. Get it out, yes, get it in a separate bin. Put it through, now put, put it on there. Now put your shoes on there. No shoes can go by themselves. No, 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 right there. Now grab the flag, give it to your dad. Tell him what they've won. Puffy bicycles. British Knights. Texas Instruments. Why you got the dad at the end? in Double Dare. You go with the youngest, dad doesn't care at the end. He's barely moving. He was out of shape when you got there. He's not winning a bicycle. You get the, Scotty, get up there. You're last. Dive at the end if you have to. Double Dare, I like Storage Wars. I'm more into Storage Wars. I hope he has something on Storage Wars. Turns out I do, here it is. You watch that show? You watch storage wars? You watch it like, that's your life? That's your life? You go to a storage facility, someone opens a door, I don't know, a thousand? I just see all the boxes, I don't know. Oh. Just say, that's what I do. Turns out the unit was worth $1,500. 500 bucks. Ooh. That's how you know the U.S. government is now involved in television production. They're like, hey, make some shows where they think 200 bucks is cool. Yeah, yeah, No, no, the economy's not doing well. Make them think $200 is sweet. Used to be, who wants to be a millionaire? Nope, 100 bucks. 100 bucks, oh, okay. Okay, we are sitting pretty. <laughs> yeah, 100 bucks. They opened up the, uh, they opened up the door. I look in the back corner, I'm like, that's a gumball machine. David, that's a gumball machine back there. Hey, get over here, David. That's a it's a gumball machine or it's some kind of weird aquarium for gumballs, okay? Come on, Dave. I yelled out, I said 100, I'm going 100. 
Turns out that thing was worth $138. Yeah. You watch that, you watch it, and you're like, dude, is that your life? And then you take one step back, and you're like, oh my God, I'm watching your life. <laughs> Who am I? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. This is fun, man. It is a tense time in America, though. It's very... T- you know what sucks about right now in America? If, if, if we can articulate any... For me, that the worst part... I, it's, we all feel like we have to be political, right? Because of all the crazy things that are happening, we all feel like we have to have an opinion on politics. Like, you have to have an opinion. I have to have an opinion. All three of the Baja men have to have an opinion. I don't go to a Bahaman concert to hear their opinions on infrastructure. I go to a Bahaman concert to play an $85 prank on my girlfriend. I want to see the look on her face when I fake proposed during their cover of Red Red Wine. That's it. I want to get down on one knee, see the horror in her eyes, and then have some fun. But now I got to listen to their leader, Steve Baja. I assume that's his name. <laughs> Stephen Baja. Come out and go, the real question is not who let the dogs out. The question is, what senator do we call to get these dogs back in? This is a bipartisan issue. Dogs are loose. <laughs> Sucks, man. We don't all, look, I'll, let's talk. I'll, we don't all deserve an opinion. Some of y'all don't deserve an opinion on politics. You don't. I don't. I know that for sure. I do. I, look, this is true. I spent most of my day today watching a marathon of Say Yes to the Dress Atlanta. <laughs> do y'all know that show? It's fantastic. If you don't, I, some of y'all may not watch Say Yes to the Dress. That's fine. If you don't know the show, all you need to, here's what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a reality show where women try on wedding gowns. That's the whole premise, right? But here, here's the fun part. It's in the South. Right? So it's these frumpy southern women, just these, these diabetic debutantes. <laughs> they walk into this dress shop and they wipe the Frito pie over their faces, just the crumbs out of the corner of their mouth, and then they try on wedding gowns in front of a gay man named Monty. That's the whole show. It's just them going, ooh, Monty, ooh, I don't know, ooh. Ooh, I don't know. Ooh, I can't wear sheer. I won't get into heaven. That's the devil's fabric, Monty. You ain't got no good Christian burlap. 
They say that, and then Monty always says some real funny gay shit back. You know what I mean? Like, real funny gay shit. Like, they'll be like, ooh, I won't get into heaven. And then Monty's like, heaven? Honey, I'm trying to get you in a size eight. <laughs> and you just laugh. Because it's true, she should go up a size. I watched that for three hours today. <laughs> three hours of Say Yes to the Dress Atlanta. At one point in the marathon, this is true, I was watching the marathon, and at one point in, in the show that I was watching, this woman, she decided she was gonna pick out her own dress, which, if you watch the show, you know is very taboo. That's a, that's a huge no-no. That is not, she is behaving like a, like a crip at a Bloods Bar Mitzvah. Do you know what I mean? Just inappropriate. <laughs> but she picked out her own dress. She wasn't going to listen to Monty. And as she put the dress on, as she started to get dressed, I said this out loud to no one. I was by myself. <laughs> there was no one around me. I was alone in the hotel. As she put the dress on, I went, oh, honey, no. <laughs> honey, no. A pleated A-line, no. This is your wedding day, not the Sadie Hawkins dance. <laughs> I said that out loud. You know what I mean? And then I had to face myself. I had to deal with the fact that that came out of me as a person. And this isn't the man I planned to be. This isn't what I wanted for myself. This isn't, this isn't how I thought I would grow up to be. You know what I mean? But then like five seconds later, Monty said the exact same thing. You understand, at the root of me, I'm a sassy bitch. That's who I am. I'm a very sassy person. But that doesn't mean I should be allowed to, to talk about politics. I shouldn't have an opinion on none of this shit. I shouldn't even be allowed to vote unless we're voting on which one of these politicians is starting to look a hot little mess. You know what I mean? <laughs> Talking to you, Alabama Senator Richard Shelby. <laughs> starting to get a little thick in the hips. Maybe you should stop being so conservative with politics and start being more conservative with bread. It's showing. <laughs> that was Rory Scovel and Langston Kerman. They're both going to be at Clusterfest. I just saw that Chelsea Peretti is also going to be at Clusterfest. I just saw that too. Love Huge them. fans. I love Chelsea Peretti. I you like do. her podcast. What's her podcast? Called Chelsea Peretti. It was like from 2008, 2000. It was, I don't even know. 2008, babe. 2015. Babe. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get everyone in here saying babe. I was born two years ago so everything before then I just it just all blends together for me I'm really sorry but her podcast is really I listened to the, there's this one episode called Silverfish Dementia yeah and yeah. I listened to that episode maybe once a week what? or twice a week can you like explain it Silverfish she Dementia she just opens the it's just it's just her talking into a microphone and she occasionally will call callers and just like shit on them and make fun of them it's very funny but people just love calling in for that sure. and but when she's not taking calls she kind of just like goes on a little spiral um and it the first that silverfish one opens with her just being like talking about this talking about murder talking about puppies and then she starts talking about silverfish <laughs> and how there's silverfish in her apartment and she just starts screaming about silverfish and how scary they are and how, how many legs they have and how fast they but are what is that it's a bug 
It's like it's some kind of bug. Yeah, it's I can't so look it up because I'm funny. so scared about it. But it's so funny. It's just it's, and it's just, just her. Yeah, it's just her. Is Jordan Peele ever on it? No, but she oh. does talk about a unnamed boyfriend yeah. or lover or a guy that she started dating. Exactly. In and 2015, how- they only started dating? I think it was like 2013. Wow. Could you imagine your husband was Jordan Peele? No. No, that'd like be so how, sick, Like though. his mind, you know? No, Key and Peele, I don't know if we've spoken about this, but Key and- Oh, we have? Because <laughs> I just think it's the best sketch show of all time. It's so good. It absolutely is. Yeah. We can listen to some Key and Peele. I would love to listen to Key and Peele. If we can find, if you can find the Mama rap song- it's just something that I can't, I laugh like as loud as you can when I see well, it. Let's do a, a sketch themed episode coming up. Yes, we'll, let's do, do, a we'll do one later. Yeah, Here's yeah. the thing. Here's a thing that yeah. I'm insecure about. What? I feel like, you know, I'm a comedian, a professional yeah. comedian. Yeah. I don't know how to write a sketch. Really? I never have. And I've never taken a class and it's intimidating when someone's like, hey, do you want to write something mm-hmm. for me? Because mm-hmm. I feel like, I can only write for myself. Like I don't, mm. I've never done a sketch and I've and I've never really, like I improv a lot on stage, yeah. but I've never like done an improv Premise. show. Sometimes I feel not as well-rounded mm-hmm. of a comedian as I should. I don't know if that's just in my head, but I, but I, it might not be because I actually don't have the skill. Like I should be able, like uh-huh. if I'm being 100% honest with both of you ladies right now, if you ask me to sit down and write a sketch, not only would I not know how to do it, I wouldn't even know how to format it. Like I don't have I don't have like final draft even on my computer. Okay, like I never mind. write anything. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm creating a show, I create it, like I write the pitch and then we sell it, and then uh-huh. like the writer comes in and like we collaborate and write. Like it's all my ideas. Right, right, but right. as far as the writing of it and the formatting of it, I've never done that in my life. And I feel like Wow. really weird about it. It's probably worth learning how to do that. Yeah, it's, well, it's not worth it. It's, it's, it's a necessity, Yeah, as actually. Like a, as a desert island apocalypse skill, you're going to need final draft. Yeah, because it's also like, you know, I don't w- always want to have to rely on a- anybody else to help me write something. It's like, I have ideas. Yeah. I always have to like, you know, collaborate with someone because I don't have the... I just the like, software. Fi- final, <laughs> final draft is expensive also, though. So you yeah. have to, to, to get a student ID... And yeah. then it's a lot cheaper. That's what I did. This thing happens to me where people tell me, my peers, are like, oh, my God, you work so hard. But I don't feel like I work hard at all. Like, really? I actually feel like I'm still, like, when is the jig going to be up? Because mm-hmm. it's like right. I'm getting opportunity after opportunity, but I'm sitting in my apartment all day doing nothing. If I have nothing to do, like, on my phone aimlessly, no work. Uh-huh. And then I'm going on stage, and it's like I'm coming up with new material, but uh-huh. it's like how good, like, it could be so much better if I was focused on it. So how I have many, like this thing. How many like hours a day would you say you're like putting in work or like making, working towards something? Do you know? It depends, like today, Yeah. I would, like today I have our podcast uh-huh. and then I have three shows tonight. So like tomorrow uh-huh. I'll say, oh, I worked yesterday. But like another comedian uh-huh. would say, yeah, you did the podcast and you did jokes, but if you didn't write, then you didn't work. So I want to let you off the hook a little bit for this because okay. I completely hear what you're saying. And I think, yeah. well, first of all, imposter syndrome is something that we all deal with. And I think- What's it called? Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Where you feel like you didn't sort of earn what you have. And that at any given right. moment, someone's going to expose you for being a fraud. Being a fraud. Um, so that's something everyone deals with. I think that you, being well-rounded 
is a skill, but it's not a skill you necessarily need to have. Right. Um, I also think you wouldn't have that concern like 10 years ago, but now everyone seems right. to be doing like a lot of things. But I also want to say, <laughs> and I think like this, this applies to literally everybody about something, like it's never too late to learn. Right. Just because you've gotten this far and you've made, you've had this much success without knowing these yeah. skills doesn't mean that you don't need them. Yeah. So I would true. still encourage you to like even... I mean, you probably wouldn't take like a sketch 101 class, but maybe sit down with someone who knows yeah. that stuff. Like fucking Michael Che has Michael Che has the head writer of SNL has yeah. offered me. I mean, we're good friends. I've mentioned this to him over the course of the last five years. He's been like, why don't you just come over one day? Yeah. And like, we'll chill in my apartment and drink and we'll write a sketch. And I understand why you haven't done that. But yeah. You 100 should. <laughs> yeah. You 100 percent should. I know. Because it's like all my peers, I mean, you know, I'm at a point now where all my peers are successful. So it's like they all have these skills. Yeah. Well, you know? they do and they don't. I mean, yeah. people have different Every, skills. Everyone's just kind of faking it also. Like, but but I, think the thing, I think the thing that concerns me is like my about my own kind of psychosis is like people tell me, like they go out of their way at times to tell me how hard they think I work. And it's like, what do you talk? Like, so it's a little like, they're like, I don't know how you do all this, man. You're working hard. You're working hard. And I'm like, but. But I'm not. So it's a weird thing. Chris, it's also like there's a lot that goes into that. Like I would attribute a lot of that to like unconscious bias. Like you're sort of like a built white man. Like you – there's certain things that people – like even there are people that work so hard but that just don't – people don't perceive them as working hard. Like someone's perception of you isn't necessarily parallel to – Reality. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys ever feel that way? Well, like you're not working hard? So the, okay, there's two things I keep on learning again and again professionally um, that are just so true. One is that nobody knows what they're doing. Ever. Good call. Literally nobody. Ask anyone. I mean, usually the example like the president, but literally the president doesn't know what he's doing. But in general, anyone. Right. No one knows what they're doing. Everyone's making it up as they go along. There's no right way to do anything. Um, that's number one. Number two is true. that everyone is a creep. Right. <laughs> a no, creep? Yeah. Well, every all men. Yes. Like no exceptions. Yes. Yes, all women. Across the board. Right. Everyone's a creep. Everyone's so a creep. Those are the two things I keep learning again and again in my career. Okay. okay. Everyone is faking it. Yeah. I'm a creep. And yeah. I'm, just remember, I'm a creep that voted for Hillary. You work hard, but you are also a creep. I, yeah, I'm a hard working creep. Hard working creep. No matter that's what. That's what matters. Just Chrissy creeps. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> was that 10 minutes? <laughs> Did we? I think we, that was like that 10 was minutes. That was like a 10. I know we went Do you want to talk a little bit all over about the map today? Whitney Cummings or Langston Kerman? Langston Kerman, I met for the first time when we did stupid questions together. That's that's out. He's so cute and so smart. Langston so Kerman funny. is cute. He's Langston Kerman. Let me tell you about Langston Kerman. <laughs> Langston Kerman is the kind of guy where if there was like, you know, it, who knows where science is going to go? If you were able to implant, <laughs> if you were able to implant a uh-huh. uterus and eggs into my body. I would pick Langston Kerman. He would be at the very top of my list to receive his sperm, and I would give birth to our babies. That would be a really cute baby. Do you know what She's I heard? so nice. Yeah. Do you know what I heard? Yeah. What? No, I don't. I think that they're actually uh-huh. working towards science. This <laughs> oh, is God. fucking nuts. Okay. Science tell you. corner. Ready for this? Yeah. Chrissy they're, chemistry. Breaking Chrissy news. Chrissy chemistry. They're working towards science. Okay. <laughs> that the right now it's only available. Sc- it's only available for a lesbian couple. So what is okay? Scissoring. Let's say let's say you and wifey. Let's yeah. say you and it's not available yet. Okay. But they think they may have done it in China already. Can, you never know with the Chinese. Let me tell you. Get what? A, get ta- what is well, you it? Never okay. know, but... Let me tell what's you. Happening? What's happening? Okay. What's gonna happen? Let me tell you. Chinese if you and wifey want to have a baby, let's say you want to carry the baby. They are working towards science where they can take you are carrying the baby, but they can take pieces, uh, parts of parts, her loose your parts. Wifey's egg. <laughs> 
and somehow make Merge sperm out of her DNA. Make, what? And so you can have a baby that's uh-huh. 100, that's 50 50 your DNA, like anybody else, like a man and woman would. You don't need the man. They They're can make sperm out of a woman's egg. Dude, They're that's working on bad it. news for you if they don't, if for men in general, if they don't need sperm anymore. I know. That's kind of, that's your main It's getting kind of game. end of days type shit, what's going on, but. Yeah, men have it really hard right now. <sighs> Sorry, men. Oh my yeah. God, Nicole, if you and I were a couple, our couple name would be, I'm wearing a David Bowie shirt. So Nicole Boyce yeah. and Chloe. Bowie. Bowie. Yo. Bowie. That's, and then we could have a baby in China in five years. Yeah. Name okay. David Bowie. Take part. Who Name would carry? David. Nicole or Chloe? I don't know if who I have the carry? hips for it. It's both your DNA, but who right now have to pick? Gun to your head. Stupid questions. I'll, I'll you. Chloe would do it. Oh, Chloe, thanks. Well, I mean, I tend to carry. I can't. And I tend to be in a relationship eventually where that's not an option, where we both can't carry the child. So mm. I assume one day I will. You would like to be inseminated by a man. Yeah. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> by a husband. Put it out into the that world. That is so romantic when you say it like that. I would like to. Um, I'm all about science. Shout out to Mrs. DeStefano. <laughs> yes. That's crazy that Mom. straight people just get pregnant. I think that's fucking wild. That's so. What do you mean? That sucks. Like, like you got, when you guys have sex, do you worry about getting pregnant? <laughs> to be honest down. with you, to be honest with you, I used to be have like kind of like that caveman mm-hmm. ego uh, man mind where it's like you know if a uh, 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 you know woman had kids or had abortions, it's like you know like shame on you, whatever, like that stupid stuff, right? And then when I was in a situation uh-huh. with my daughter's mom who had a child mm-hmm. from a previous relationship, mm-hmm. you know, I kept thinking about like. She she had sex with an ex mm-hmm. and got pregnant and mm-hmm. now has this child, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what I'm saying is, is, like, anybody now, because of the situation I was in, who says, like, it's not a woman's choice, I am so on the side of pro-choice, mm-hmm. where it's like, it's your fucking body, because wow. it's like, we're not, a, we don't have the consequence we just don't we can yes. just do it and leave very true. you have the consequence we you do. have to deal with the abortion so crazy. you have to deal with the co- child like a good guy of course would stay around but i'm just saying like you know again it's very easy the neighborhood in brooklyn that i'm from to get <laughs> stuck in small-minded bullshit like a lot of my friends are small-minded because uh-huh. they haven't seen the world they haven't developed they haven't done anything that's mm. why I think travel is so important because it gives you these point of views that you're not going to get at some backwoods neighborhood in brooklyn you're just going to be like you know, I vote Republican and I fucking bang chicks. Like, it's stupid. <laughs> it's stu- I look at my friends and I'm like, you're not evolved. What's going on here? Mm-hmm. No, but you mm-hmm. know what? That's true. I vote Republican and I bang chicks, like, is an ideology that I think yes. a lot of people subscribe to. Yeah, that's it's like, it's like bro Bible stuff. Like, I, I'm Republican and I bang chicks. Like, you know, that's what it is. So it's like, listen, I'm, you know, I'm not Republican. I bang chicks. I, li- I like women. But I have slowed it down big time with women. Like, big time. Chrissy you're just, slowdowns. You're, you're taking, you're just, so you're just Republican. My mother longer. got through to me. Don't bang chicks. <laughs> no, my mother got through to me in the sense she was like, you know, you can't just keep having women in and out. You can't do that anymore. And I'm like, I, I get what you mean, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's true. It's like, what am I, what am I doing here? There's well, a little bit of manic. It was a little bit of manic energy for a little while with these women. Mm-hmm. You want yeah. a quick you, confession, Chrissy confessions? Yeah. I don't know if I said this already, but I had to learn. I had to accept that for a long time, me and my kid's mom have been broken up for two years. And I was always like, I always wanted to break up with her because I was like, we had a kid really quickly. And I was like, you know, I only, we're only each other's lives for the kid and blah, 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 blah. But I had to really actually look in the mirror and accept the fact that I really was in love with You're her. heartbroken. I was in love with Jasmine. Like I really was. Even though we had a child and I, I would always say like, oh, 
I only love her because of the kid. It was beyond that. It was like, I loved her as a person and I never dealt with that. And so I was just having sex with all these women, uh, filling holes, filling holes. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Chrissy holes. compartmentalization. Chrissy compartmentalization. Yeah. Compartmentalization. <laughs> so I did that and I was like, and then I had to just accept, like, I just had to deal with the pain of being alone. Her moving on, she had another, she has another boyfriend. I had to deal with all that and just be like, this really hurts me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know wow, that. But now that is. I know that and I'm aware, yeah. now it's like if a woman DMs me, like just looking to have sex, I'm really not interested. Where I used to be very interested because I was like, I don't want to be alone. So I'll, this woman is offering to come to my, I mean, it's crazy sometimes I what know. happens like in that DM where they're like, hey, just started following you. I want to fuck you. What's your address? Like, it, wow. I, I swear to God. I swear to God. Oh my God. I, it, 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 like a lot that happens. And it's, it's very easy to. And what percentage of the time are you like, okay, here's my address? When like last year, like, 95 you know like oh like it was Nine. almost like if what, you, what was, was the five percent you said no men <laughs> yeah when i was like this girl's so hot like i i yeah it's like it has to be a guy um so so i um but i had to deal with all that yeah. i don't know how we wow. got into this but that's a beautiful confession let to you know on, that I think. a real I'm on heartwarming the, oh we got into it because i said now i'm different with women like right now i don't need a woman where i used to need them where i was and i didn't realize it and I was still being like, I don't like you, Jazz. We just we're co-parents. It's like, no, I was in love with you, and now I'm heartbroken and devastated. But now I'm over it. Well, someone, some of us, maybe it's hard to say who tried to set you up with our beautiful best friend. Yes. And then you just kind of you just sort of I know it was faded hashtag, it, you faded into the into the woodwork. It was hashtag whatever. bad timing. It was oh. hashtag bad timing. And now she lives in LA, so. Well, now it's even hashtag worse timing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Shout out Amy. Shout out Amy. I know it didn't work <laughs> out. But, you know, what are you going to do? You live and you learn. Nicole, uh, you'll go through it all. Thank you. I know. It's fun to hear about the world from <laughs> you guys and what's what's yeah. going to happen. All so, right. Whitney Cummings. Yeah, Whitney Cummings. Speaking of cum. From I Love You. Yeah. Bang now. Bang. All right. Bang. Bang. Bang, bang. <laughs> and with that, bong, bang. Bang. Bye. I used to be very against porn, you know? I thought it was bad for women and, like, you know, degrading and shit. But now I kind of like it. Um, because, you know why? Because I watched it. And when I watched it, I learned so much stuff that I had to be kind of grateful for it. Like, I learned watching porn that the girls in porn, they'll request to the man where they want him to finish, which I didn't know that was an option. Okay, nobody told me that we had a vote in that. I've just been taking whatever shots have been coming at me <laughs> since 1998. I don't know. I feel like I've been storming the shores of Normandy. That's a history joke. I don't know. Now that I know that's an option to request where you want the man to finish, I'm, I'm ready, man. I've got some ideas. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I really want you to come in the bathroom. You just wanna time that out, whatever you gotta do to just. In the sink. I feel like the big one though, the big one in porn is the coming on the face. That's the big one, right? Yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> like, I feel like as a society, we kind of need to discuss why we like this so much, you know? And why you guys think that we, like, love it. Like, who told you that we, like, need it? No, no nobody ever wants this to happen to them. 
If a girl asks you to come on her face, it's because she thinks you're gonna break up with her. <laughs> Always buys you at least another month or so. <laughs> My problem with it is like the second it's over. You know, I try to be fun. You know, while it's happening, I can get into it, you know? Because while it's happening, you can be like, yeah, 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 ooh, yeah, look at us, yeah. Hit me, hit me, yeah. Ooh, yeah, we are so crazy. We are wild and crazy. Can I get like a towel or something? <laughs> or maybe like a baby wipe or some like, or maybe like a pickaxe, cause now it's turned to stone. I can't open my fucking eyes. And he's not gonna help you. He's too busy taking photos to send his friends. <laughs> you guys are animals. But I get why guys watch porn. I get it now because it's so obvious. It's just that naked women are hot. All naked women are hot. You know, there's so much to look at. Yeah, it's disgusting of you. You're with a date, man. That's gonna be a fight. But all, right, all boobs and butt, they all look amazing. You know, that's why you guys watch porn. Girls don't watch porn as much because naked guys, ugh. <laughs> such a bummer, you know? It's just such a, this whole, Wes Craven situation you got going on is just disgusting, you know? It's a lot, it's a lot to take. Cause like, when a dick comes on the screen, we're not like, yeah, look at that dick. Yeah, I want that dick. No, when a dick comes on the screen, we're like, oh, there's a dick. <sighs> What's it doing? What's the dick doing? Does it see me? Does the dick see me? <laughs> like, there's just nothing attractive about it, you know? Like, dicks are so ugly that the second you guys are born, someone has to cut some of it off <laughs> to make it even somewhat presentable to society. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.